Hello love, before we get into today's episode, if you want even more glittery goodness bang for your buck, well then you need to head to glitterball.plus where you can subscribe for just $7 a month. You'll get first listen access to all your Glitterball favourites, ad-free listening, as well as exclusive podcasts just for Glitterball Plus subscribers. You can head to glitterball.plus today to get all that and more for just $7 a month. Let's get into today's show. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Clitterball Studios. Another week, another design pal. Welcome to another episode of Glittery Goodness, the podcast. As always, I'm Ross and I'll be your guide on this wonderful adventure to meet some of the wonderful humans I've met along my journey in the design world. This week, we're chatting to the lovely Lauren. So grab a cup of tea, get comfy as we chat about life, lessons and so much more. You're listening to Glittery Goodness, the podcast with me, Ross Kent. This week's design pal is the incredible Lauren Yates-Jones. I know Lauren because of a chance meeting at a local chapter of the Design Kids evening and I'm so grateful that she is part of my life. She is just a shining bright light of humanity and I love her so much. This chat was again recorded in October of last year um, and we did it again via Zoom so I just want to make you aware of those two things. But in this chat we get into her design ethos, an incredible uh, project that she is currently part of, which is very exciting. And this is just a wonderful chat. We vibe off each other very well. And I'm so grateful that she could take some time out of her very busy schedule to come and chat with us. I really hope you love it. It's a great episode. So without further ado, here's my chat with Lauren. Hi, thank you for Hi. joining me on this episode, Lauren. It's lovely to have you on. 
thanks for having me. It's exciting this to be is, here. This is very, very exciting long for time, me. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, no, I love what you're doing. It's, it's, it's super um, exciting to be part you. of it. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to do like a design mini series, if you will, like mm. with a bunch of my design friends because I was like, I, I haven't seen a design podcast that takes things a little lighter. Everything's a little yeah. heavy. Yeah, we all take ourselves a bit seriously, hey. Mm. But before we crack into the questions, do you want to introduce yourself to our lovely listeners? I can do that. Um, Hello, lovely listeners. (laughs) My name's Lauren. Um, I work under the handle Lauren Ipsum because design puns are the worst and the best. Um, And I'm a designer. I'm an illustrator. I'm a maker. A bit of everything. Um, and I work at Procreate doing education stuff, which is really, really exciting. Um, and I know Ross from, I don't even know Wait, what. How, just, yeah, uh, how did we meet each other now? I was can't that, remember now. Um, that, I think. Was that the Design Kids? Did we meet through that? Maybe the Design Kids. Yeah, I came and did a talk at the Design Kids. Yeah. And um, locally, our little yes. local chapter. And I think maybe I met you there and you showed me a portfolio. I can't remember now. Yeah, such a long way back. Can't even remember. But yeah, Time's a construct. Time is a construct. Um, but yeah, that's me doing things in Hobart, Tasmania, and it's um, a great place to be. Shall we crack into the questions? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So first on the list, and again, this is not super structured, so we can jump around, we can go wherever you want. But you know me, we'll be what? going all over the place. <laughs> What drew you into design? So I um, I was always a, a maker. I was always a drawer all the time. I um, wanted to be an artist when I was little. Um, wanted to... I don't really think I knew what an artist was. I wanted to draw pictures. I knew I wanted to draw things. I knew I wanted to make stuff. I knew I wanted to be creative. But um, I wanted it to be useful. Um sort of had drilled into me in the most loving possible way from a really young age, this um, really strong idea that social justice really is our priority um, and that that is what we are here for. That's what we're doing and we leave no one behind. And it seemed to me that the arts can be quite exclusive, can be quite... um, quite classist at times and it's a it's a luxury to have the time to make things and it's a privilege to have the time to make things um and the brain space to have um just ideas and so I think what drew me to design eventually was this idea that it was art that was functional and it was art and it it ticked all those creativity boxes that I, I knew that I had um but that it did something and it could change people's minds and it could talk to people and that it was useful. At times it is invisible. You, you don't even notice design sometimes. And I think that the power of that really, um, really intrigued me. And I think, you know, it's one of the greatest ways that we have to change people's minds is through design. So um, a very long journey cut short. That's probably the summary. Um, I did enroll at, because um, I wanted to be an artist and I wanted it to be useful when I finished school, I actually enrolled in a fine arts degree and a psychology degree. Right. And so did both. And I sort of had the attitude that um, 
you know, I'd do the art stuff and I'd do the psychology stuff and I'd eventually find a way to bring the two together, um, helping people. Maybe I'd do art therapy, maybe I'd do education, maybe I'd do um, something else. And then literally, I, I can't even remember how I enrolled uh, with Viscom, visual communication, um, as my major. And I was like, well, that sounds fun. Read the description with my dad helping me enroll for uni. And he was like, that sounds like you. And I was like, yeah, sure thing. Didn't really know what it was and got there and went, this is so for me. This is just making my heart sing. And I, I think, yeah, for me, it was just such a, um, I don't really believe in accidents, but kind of like an accidental. Um, yeah. Um, falling into it and it was perfect. I haven't left yet. Yeah. It's funny how design finds us, I think, because like, I, yeah. I, I don't know how much you know of my journey and I think our, our, our listeners will know some of it by now and especially mm. with last week's episode when, yeah. when this goes out. But I very much like you, I was kind of an artsy kid always yeah. on computers building sets and things and houses and all sorts of randomness. Um, but I kind of went the opposite way and was like, no, I have to do the stable career university yeah. track. I went through computing and journalism and, uh, and even just it, like English, uh, arts side of things. And yeah. then I ended up at Foundry and ta-da. So it's yeah. like... It's, it's so funny. It's, it's one of those things I think I am... I have to be one of the most blessed people on earth to have had parents that saw the potential in the arts as a viable yeah. a viable way to live and a viable career path for me. Like, so I, it's the story of every other creative I've ever heard is that their folks were like, oh, you kind of really need to kind of do the business degree or you need to do the Ooh. science degree and you can have the art stuff for fun later. You, yeah. you know, See, that wasn't, like, that wasn't even my parents saying that though. Like that was, that was on me. Yeah, but it just, it gets so ingrained in us, right? That yeah, the arts yeah. isn't, uh, isn't an option. It's for fun. Yeah. Um, and, and hey, it, it's totally, it's totally an option. <laughs> yeah, it's totally an option. Yeah, it's a great option. Go do it. It's the best. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, Speaking about journeys, what's yeah. the biggest lesson that you feel you've learned on your journey so far? So far. Yeah, so far being the key thing, hey, because yeah. we're, so we're far, always indeed, learning. Yes. I think, um, I mean, there's there's so many things. I think I've, I've got a couple. Is that okay? Do I have to pick one? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. You can do as many as you um, want. That's, that's cool. Yeah. My my first thing is is about putting yourself out there um, because like I don't know where your listeners are mainly from, but we like in Tassie it's a very small industry. Um, there's a very small pool of jobs. There's a very small um, pool of studios, mm. and there are so many design graduates because we've got this you know new privatized college yeah. that's just training graphic designers, and there's almost there's too many. Um, fish for the for, pond, if you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, not enough. And such so a small pond and, and too many fish. Yeah, hundred percent. And and so I think for me, one of the most valuable things was Nat, one of my lecturers, saying you actually 
have to put yourself out there, especially as a woman mm. in the industry, because it can be quite a blokey industry. It's like you have to have the confidence and you have to know your worth to put yourself out there. Go and meet people. Go to go to industry events. Talk to people. Make friends. You know, like ask questions. Be be the person that hangs back after the talk to ask mm. questions to the speaker. Um, you know, sign up for your industry body. Join Agda. Go to the Design Kids events. Do all of those yeah. things. Um, and and he was right. And and do you know what? All of the opportunities that I've had career-wise have come out of those connections and from meeting people and from putting myself out there and having people look over my portfolio and being prepared for them to be like, oh, it's not really there yet. And it's a bit scary at first, but once you build that muscle, that re- resilience muscle, um, it's great and you can only learn more from it and, and the people that you meet are just the best. Like, I mean, that's how you and I met, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I think the biggest lesson I've learned is to really be brave and put yourself out there and and learn that when people critique your work, it's not a criticism of you as a person, um, but that it's it's how we're going to get better and it's, it's yeah. how people are going to yeah. recognize I, you. I completely get that because <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you found this and at least initially and I'm, I'm getting better with it as time goes on, <laughs> but there is a certain level of... Or, or there used to be for me with with client work in particular a level of but I'm the but I'm the designer and therefore it would mm. like negative feedback would kind of hit me like a ton of bricks yeah yeah that's it and it, and it really is about like where does your identity come from right like is your identity in the era human being created to be on this earth and here you are and that you were loved or is your identity wrapped in your portfolio like you really you got to get over that stuff pretty early you've on gotta you've got to be more than you've got to be more than your work you've got to be more than your work so that's the first thing um the second thing is that your time and the clients that you take on and the people that you work for is yours to decide and that it's your vote it's kind of like how yeah. I talk to people about, you know, my money is my vote. Your time is your vote. And I don't work for dickheads. That's my second lesson. I don't um, I don't work for dickheads. And I um, respect myself enough to say no. And that's been a really, really big lesson is taking the time to learn what I'm worth and, and what's not worth it, you know. So those are my two. Put yourself out there and, and don't don't work for losers, you know. <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's too just, short. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, also on the topic of life's too short then, if yeah. we gaze into the crystal ball a bit, mm. what would be your dream job and or client? You know, just in case. Yeah, in case they're not the same thing. Honestly, I, I gotta say, my dream job is is what I'm doing right now at the moment I am absurdly blessed to be I here love that. um yeah it's it's I I find it so unlikely that I'm here and yet here we are um so what what I'm doing at procreate is bringing together my passion for design my passion for for young people um and thinking about reimagining education and bringing the creative spirit into the classroom and saying to teachers like you know you, your kids have so much potential and they're disengaged like let's let's 
teach maths in a creative way. Let's teach science in a creative way. Um, and so what I'm doing is connecting with teachers all over the world to talk to them about how they're doing learning and coming up with ideas for ways that we can use Procreate in the classroom to engage students. And it's just... I love that. That's amazing. It's the best job ever. It's so much fun. And I'm learning so much. My brain is so stimulated. So um, that's the honest answer. That's great in these trying times. (laughs) That's the honest answer. Um, My dream client would be Queen Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I would love to work on a campaign with her. If I could do a campaign it would be her like presidential campaign I think she's a boss I think her um the way she values design and campaign strategy and all of those things is really clear from how well done her stuff is and there would be so many opportunities to do off the wall stuff. Like I don't know if you just yeah. saw that she did her first Twitch stream. Yes, yeah, and I, was I like, watched This is wild. Twitch what is happening? Yeah. So um, yeah, that would just be. Ooh, there is a knock at my door. Please bear <gasps> oh, with me. iPhone, go get it. Go Coming. get it. I'm gonna do what I want. Yes, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, AOC is the queen, and if. She said to me, Lauren, I will fly you to the Bronx to help on our campaign and then you can go back to Procreate. And James said, of course, go and do it. I would, I would be there. It would be the best. I love <laughs> that's, that. That's the dream. Nice. Mm. Well, outside of design, and I, I think I might already have an inkling to the answer to this question, but outside Ooh. of design world, what kind of, what makes you tick? shall we say. Oh my gosh. I want to hear your guess first. Tell me your guess. I feel like you'd be like, I get the vibe that you're a very good plant mum, so to speak. So like (laughs) it's nature, it's plants. (laughs) I'm striving to be a good plant mum. I'm, um, I'm deeply concerned about the um, state of our world. My sister is doing her um, like PhD into people's emotional response to the climate crisis, right? And I think that my emotional response to the climate crisis is just to plant as many things as humanly possible. The valid response. Yeah, that is my um, favorite thing to do at the moment. My my mum's a great teacher. Um, She's a really um, excellent gardener. And so learning from my my Obi-Wan about I love that that's great all things green all things vegetables um yeah it's great fun that's probably my favorite thing to do and also I think you know nature's you know the greatest muse it's never gonna turn around and suck like human beings can be quite difficult to have as your as your reference creatively because you know we're so flawed but um creation is just like and fickle yeah, and fickle. Um, but, you know, the natural world is beautiful and there's just yeah. so much I'm in and awe. It's ever evolving too. Live. So, like, yeah. there's an ever evolving source of inspiration. Yeah, exactly. And so, if you ever look at my illustration work, it's kind of 90% plants. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very yeah. impressive. I wish I could draw like oh, that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm always working on it. Yeah, well, so am I. And it's not really improving. So, let's, let's just hope, <laughs> hey? <laughs> It's practice, practice, practice. We'll get there. I, you know, I, I see, I see some of our commission artists um, here. At yeah. Camp. Just my mind boggles, and you know, Will Robinson is like our in-house artist, and he'll just be sitting there drawing, and 
I, I can't even. It's like his hand is magic. It knows where it's going. It just it's it's magical, isn't it? Like even because、yeah. um, I've been like knee deep in Adobe Max for the past few days, right? Oh yeah, of course, yeah. I, I think I told you before、mm. we recorded that I'd taken the entire week off for that.、And、even just seeing、yeah. some of the art that was interwoven into that, I'm just like.、Mm. How do they? How do these people do it? Yeah, it's it's just it's a muscle. It just seems to come so naturally to people. So I'm yeah.、Um, one of yeah favorite things to do are yeah time outside in the garden. But also we are working on those creative muscles, getting better, getting new skills.、It、just brings me so much joy. It's lots of fun. I love that.、Mm. Okay, so we we're at our last question on the list, but it's probably the biggest. Yeah. Bec- and I don't want to cause an existential crisis here, all right? But、uh, <laughs> I'll try not to lose it. But、um, what brings you joy? What brings me joy?、Um, oh, look, so many things.、Um, I I think. I mean, I touched on it before. I think lots of lots of things in the natural world bring me. Bring me joy because I'm in awe of them,、um, and they tell me something about the the world and and how it's made and and、um, just the nature of things. I think something that brings me joy is is just watching human beings flourish into their best selves. Like it just makes me so. My heart's so full, which is such a sappy thing to say, but I'm a sappy person. Like it no, makes no, me so,、that. so happy,、um, and so joyful to see,、um, yeah, human beings flourishing and being their best selves and doing, doing their thing. You know, like when a room full of people sing together, just there's nothing more special. Seeing people just thrive and kick goals and and do their best brings me a lot of joy. So. I mean, make of that what you will. It's pretty broad, but、um, yeah, I think it's it's a really magical thing,、um, and a really a really special thing as well. Yeah, I love that.、It's、yeah, great. That's a great answer. Yeah, there we go. I didn't. I didn't have a breakdown. No existential crisis. It's fine. Yay! Crisis. Yeah. Not- crisis averted. Well,、Other、look. I mean, I'm- crisis averted, but it never happened. So therefore, <laughs> crisis avoided. Now I'm I mean, having I'm- a crisis. <laughs> I mean, I'm a、um, I'm a person of faith. I'm a Christian, and so I think、um, a, a lot of that perspective like stems from there.、Um, yeah. So hence, hence the lack of crisis. But、um, yeah, <laughs> human beings that, flourishing brings me so much joy to listen to your podcast because I'm like, this、uh, is so good.、Uh, look at you. Like, this is what Ross is great at, like talking to people and having interesting、it. conversations. You know, all of those sorts of things. Um, That's、yeah. actually been probably the biggest revelation of doing the past few episodes that I have. Is、mm. I'm finding it even more enjoyable to do with somebody to bounce off. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun talking by yourself. Oh, it was alright, but you're kind of talking <laughs> into a void of like hoping that people re- like it resonates, you know? So yeah, yeah. But thank、yep. you so much for joining me. Before I let you go, is there anything、mm. you want to plug to our lovely listeners? Any upcoming projects you、oh. can talk about, or like、uh, websites、oh. or, or socials you want to plug? Just plug away. Sure. Oh my goodness. Well,、um, I hadn't thought about this. I, I'm usually hanging out on Instagram. 
Um, so if you want to get in touch or have a chat, if you're Tasmanian, I'm up for coffee, whatever. Um, my Instagram handle is lauren.ipsum, not laurum, L-A-U-R-E-N dot ipsum. <laughs> um, another Instagram account that I do want to plug that I'm not affiliated with at all, but I just, I think it's excellent, is called People of Craftsmanship. Um, and it's, People of Craft is like, it's, it's a show, it's showcasing people of colour who are in the design industry. Um, oh, and, wonderful. Yeah, and it's, it just highlights really, really excellent artists that I don't know I would have found otherwise because algorithms suck and, and I'm in yeah. my little bubble. So if you're looking to get out of your bubble and you're in the design world and um, you're moved by the Black Lives Matter stuff, start there. It's a good starting place to find new creatives to work with and connect with and, and stuff like that. It's really good. And they've got a great website too, but I follow them on Instagram mostly. Cool, cool. Mm. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This has been a hoot. It's been wonderful <laughs> to have you on the show. Up. Thanks for oh, asking it's been me. Wonderful. It's my pleasure. Great, great time. And um, I'm excited to hear what you have Very on. busy schedule. Oh, always got time for you, my dude. Always got oh, time. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> So that was my chat with the wonderful Lauren. I hope you enjoyed that because I know I certainly had a blast and I'm so grateful for Lauren taking a bit of time out of her incredibly busy schedule to come and chat with me. It was a joy to have you on the show, Lauren. So thank you again. Um, Yeah, I'm just really thrilled that we could make this work and that I could have you on the show. Uh, And who knows? You don't even know this as of the time that I'm recording it, but maybe I'll have you back on sooner than people might think. Uh, Anyway, uh, that is it for this week's episode. If you have enjoyed this conversation, please feel free to join the conversation using the hashtag GGDesignPals and leave us a five-star rating whatever podcasting apparatus you are listening to us on. And be sure to share this episode with your friends. Our socials are at GlitteryGoodnessPod on Instagram and at GlitteryGoodPod on Twitter. Until next week when we have another conversation with another wonderful human, thank you for joining me and take care of yourselves. This has been Glittery Goodness Presents The Design Pals. This podcast is a Glitterball Creative Production. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.